This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. If you have your Bibles today, I'm trying to get everything ready. I, I didn't want to move when, when uh, Elder was praying. I wanted to receive everything. But um, if you have your Bibles, turn to the book of St. Mark. Um, St. Mark, and, and uh, we'll start in chapter 5, starting in verse 25 and uh, verse 34. And while you're turning, um, I just want to say publicly, I really appreciate all of the hard work, and I appreciate the pastor that we have. I appreciate the opportunity to stand before you this morning. I don't take it lightly. Um, I appreciate our bishop, um, all of his love and support I've seen, like, through the transition and how Bishop has been just such a blessing, reaching out to people and strengthening the body and, you know, everything is just going right. And um, I'm just so thankful to be here. I'm thankful for the moving of God's spirit on Wednesday night. If you were here Wednesday night, I mean, God moved in such a mighty way. Amen. It was wonderful. And I was thinking, I was thinking about that, Brother Josh. I didn't text you or sometimes I text you, and but I wanted to tell you in front of all these people, I was thinking that afterwards you could have, the more the Lord responded so strongly, you could have changed that message title instead of being like, but what if he does? You could just change it to he did. I mean, it was good. Amen. I think, you know, when you have a message like that and you see the Lord move like that, that's confirmation that he does want to do it. Amen. That's confirmation that he does want to move. And so let me get to the scripture reading and we'll pray one more time. Uh, scripture reading, uh, St. Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 34. Now, I'm going to be reading this from the Amplified Version. I hope that's okay with everybody. I know. Yeah, all right. So, um, as the word of the Lord says, A woman in the crowd had suffered from a hemorrhage for 12 years and had endured much suffering at the hands of many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was not helped at all, but instead had became worse. She had heard reports about Jesus, and she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his outer robe. It's really interesting when you read this story, when you read about this account in three of the Gospels in the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all three of them record that one fact, that she came up behind him in the crowd. And the word of the Lord says, for she thought, if I just touch his clothing, I will get well. Immediately, her flow of blood was dried up, and she felt in her body and knew without any doubt that she was healed of her suffering. Immediately, Jesus, recognizing in himself that power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in around you from all sides, and you ask, who touched me? Still, he kept looking around to see the woman who had done it. And the woman, though she was afraid and trembling, aware of what happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith, your personal trust and confidence in me 
has restored you to health. Go in peace and be permanently healed from your suffering. Let's bow our heads just one more time, if that's all right. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to stand in this place. Lord, I thank you for your love and your mercy towards me, God. I love you, Jesus. Lord, I'm asking that you would have your way, God. I ask that you would bless your people. Lord, use me, Lord. Let me be a conduit of your spirit today, God. I pray that you would touch, Lord, our pastor as he's ministering, God. Let him be a conduit of your spirit. Lord, let him speak your words. God, strengthen him right now. Lord Jesus, to perform all that you desire to do. Lord, over all of your people, Lord, and we are thankful for it, and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to, with the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, preach to you a sermon uh, titled, Sick of Your Situation. Sick of Your Situation. Now, what we just read, I think, is one of the strangest, most incredible miracles that we can find in the Gospels. It is different than any other miracle that I've ever read about in the Gospels. And I never really thought about how strange it was because I guess when I looked at the, the, the scriptures, I would think, you know, Jesus has all power. We understand that. And so uh, he, can, he works this miracle. Um, but this is a strange, strange miracle. Um, this woman was sick. The Bible says she was sick for 12 years. And so what happens is she comes up, and you got to think about her situation. She comes up in a very weird way to Jesus to get her needs met. Most of the time when you read the Gospels, you read people coming up to Jesus face to face. They come up to him not coming as the Bible describes from behind in the crowd, but they come up to him and they're crying out to him. And some people, like the blind man, was crying out to Jesus' authority. Thou son of David. Amen. And, 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 and Jesus stops and he responds in the way that this blind man comes to him. He responds and he stops and he says, bring him to me. Showing that authority, that power, that, that this is the way it is. And, I, and, and, and even inside of this story, there is an account of a man that had sent to come to Jesus to have his child healed. If you remember, amen. And so uh, this is a strange miracle. Um, most of the time when we're, I guess you're, you're, uh, you're, you're taught that when I come to the Lord, you know, there's definitely a certain way that we have to be able to come to our God. You don't just come to Jesus any kind of way. Amen. But this lady was sick. This lady was sick and she had spent all the money that she had. She was looking for help. And none of the things of what she did helped her out. She had spent her substance. She had spent, when you read the book of Leviticus, you, you understand that that, that, that the physicians, they shouldn't have even been able to touch the things that she was touching. I mean, she was in a situation for 12 years that would have disrupted relationships and would have, 
that would have put her in, 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 in kind of like an outcast type of situation, if you will. Now, the Bible in the King James Version, I, I read the Amplified Version, but the Bible in the King James Version said that the woman had an issue of blood. And I'm not going to get into all of that. Uh, the Amplified Version, I think what I read from took care of that pretty good. Um, but when I was looking at this scripture and I started to pray about this message, what I started to understand was that everybody in that story that was around Jesus had an issue of blood. Everybody had an issue. Everybody had an issue of blood. There's in their sin nature. Everybody's got an issue. Come on now. Everybody's got an issue. I know if my wife was here today, she's probably standing up in the living room right now. Amen to me, getting behind me, telling me, she's probably telling my kids, your daddy has issues. She's probably, she's probably letting them know. Uh, but everybody has an issue of blood. Uh, nobody came in this place and nobody's perfect. Even after you've been baptized in Jesus' name, you still have an issue. There's still, there's still flesh that needs to be brought in subjection unto the Holy Ghost. And, 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 and so we see that we're in a story here that this lady had an issue of blood, but everybody around Jesus had an issue. Everybody that was, everybody that was crowding around him and everybody that was thronging him and reaching out for him and touching him had an issue. And you've got to really grab, grasp your mind around this. I mean, you, 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 could, you, could, you could put this to the church. A lot of people come in and they have issues. People know when they come into the house of God, they've got needs. I mean, I'm not just talking about the lost. I'm not just talking about people that are hurting and people that are just suffering. But everybody has a need. Everybody has an issue. And, and so here all of these people and they're there and they're reaching out and they're touching Jesus. But only one person, only one person was able to get their needs met. Only one person. And I started to think about the situation. I started to think about my issues. I was starting to think about my insecurity issues before I got saved and my trust issues. I started to think about all of the things that was pushing me to reach out to outside things and looking for help. I was smoking. I was smoking cigarettes. I was smoking I was smoking dope. I was, I was doing this. I was going to clubs. I was looking for something to fulfill my life because I had issues. And I feel like a lot of times we can still come into the house of God and we have issues. And sometimes we'll look for an outside source. We're not looking to the Lord in the way we know that this is the right place. We're like those people that are around him. We're reaching. We're reaching and we're touching. We're pushing, but we're not getting that breakthrough. We're not getting that thing that we need. And I started to think about this lady. This lady was the only person in that story. She was sick of her situation. She had been sick for so long. She had been sick for so long, 12 years. She was sick of the, the, the distances she was supposed to have from other people. She was sick and tired of where she was. And sometimes I was thinking it's such a blessing for you to be sick of your situation. Sometimes it's good for you to be. I remember David said it was good that I was afflicted. Sometimes we have to be put in a situation for a long time till we get to that place where we're sick of our situation. That when I reach the master...
when I reach for the master, I've got something that's a little bit different than what everybody else is reaching for. Everybody else is touching and thronging and they're pushing and they're, they're touching Jesus. But this lady was sick of her situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This lady was sick of it. She was sick of it. She was looking for more of what the Lord would do for her. She had an issue. She had an issue. She was powerless of her situation, and she knew it. She had went and went out for help. And it, it, it is so awesome because this lady didn't come to Jesus face to face. She had a game plan. She was so sick in her situation. She said, I've got to have a game plan together. She says, if I could just touch the hem of this garment, she said, if I could just touch his outer robe, her faith had a point of contact that if I could just reach this certain point, my situation is going to change. I don't have to come up and talk to him, but her faith was so strong that if I could just reach him today, he would, see, he would work this miracle out on the inside of this situation. I was talking to Bishop about uh, this message, and, uh, you know, Bishop, a lot of wisdom, and sometimes he says things that doesn't seem like it's so deep, but then you think about it, you're like, ooh, that was deep. But he said, she kind of stole her blessing. That's, that'll preach all day long. I was thinking about it. I got off the phone. I was like, mm-hmm. She stole her blessing. Sometimes that's what you got to do is steal your blessing. Sometimes you got to seek the kingdom for your blessing and your need and your breakthrough. Sometimes you might still have the symptom going around, but she stole her blessing. I believe that that lady was not concerned whether or not she would have gotten healed at that moment. But she said, if I touch him, I will get my blessing. I will get my healing. Sometimes we get discouraged because the symptom is laying around. But it's not about the symptom. It's about what I know, what God will do for me in my situation. I want to encourage somebody this morning. I want to encourage somebody this morning. The symptom might be laying around, but that doesn't mean that you were talking about it Wednesday night. God's already opened the door. He's already made a way for the situation to go on. Don't get discouraged about the situation and the symptom. Don't get discouraged about the situation and the symptom. Now, this lady, in all the accounts of this story, it talks about the crowd. It talks about the press. There was a press. And her situation, because she was so sick of it, she wasn't afraid to move through the press. Sometimes we have to move through our press. Sometimes it can be something in our mind or in our flesh. Sometimes it can be the doubt. But we've got to push through the flesh. We've got to push through that flesh and push through doubt, push through worry. We've got to make it through the press. We've got to make it through the press. Sometimes it might be a voice telling you, you know what, you don't have to do all of that. You just got to push through the press. 
and say, I've got to have what she heard about. This lady heard that Jesus was working miracles, and she said, I don't care what anybody else says. I'm going to get exactly what I heard about. She was willing to press through all of those people. She was willing to press through all of the opposition. And sometimes that's our problem. We're not willing to make it through the press to get what it is we need. Her mind was so lined up with the healing and the authority of God and what it is she had heard about. She said, I will press through the crowd just to be able to touch, just to have my faith to reach a point of contact. She was sick of her situation, and she heard that Jesus was a healer. You know, I don't don't know what your need is today. I don't know what your situation is today. I know every service, people come in, there's stuff going on. There's situations, and there's needs, and and we've seen God do it so many times. And I, I was thinking about what you were saying, Brother Josh, on Wednesday night, how sometimes we come and we, we think that God's not going to do it. And I was thinking about all the messages of faith. I was thinking about everything that's been preached here. And I believe that God wants to do it. I remember reading in the book of John, and it said that the work of God was so that his work is so that we would believe. And he's trying to get us to Raise our faith up. He's trying to get us to to move through the press. Now, I'm not advocating stealing miracles. I'm I'm not advocating that. But there might be somebody in this place that's starting to get sick of their situation. There might be somebody that's listening to the webcast that's sick of your situation. And I am a witness that God will change your situation. I'm a witness that God can move and give you joy and give you true peace that nothing in this world can ever give you. I've seen God heal. I've seen God deliver people. God's delivered me from things. I've seen the Lord move in situations. He's lifted sorrow. He's lifted burdens. He's made situations out of my finances. He's made situations uh, out out of every circumstance. I've seen the Lord do it. I just want to be... A, a, a witness and talk on the Lord's side of what he would do just to encourage somebody to keep pressing through, keep reaching through, keep pressing through, keep reaching through. The where and the place that you want to be with God, if your relationship, if you're looking for something d- deeper, keep pressing through. God will work out the situation for you. Keep pressing through. You've got to keep moving through the press. Amen. As musicians come this morning. This lady was sick of her situation, but I loved it how the Bible was talking about Jesus. How it said he was looking for somebody that touched him. He was was looking for the person that was touching him. He's in the crowd. Everybody's touching him, pushing him. I can imagine People grabbing his clothes and moving him this way and that way. But it said, in one version I said, uh, I read, it, it said that he was turning around and he was looking for the person that was touching him. The person that connected with him. All of those other people were reaching out and they were touching. But Jesus is looking for the person that will reach out and touch him today. 
He's looking for the person that can reach out and that can connect with him. Today, in their situation, somebody that's sick of their situation, somebody that wants a change, he's, he's looking for somebody that can reach out and touch him today. I want to help somebody. If you want to get a game plan together, the Lord is here in this place. The Lord is here. If, you, if you're sick of your situation, if you, if you believe that God can work it out for you, if you know that the Lord is a way maker, if you know that the Lord will do it, I, I'm just encouraging somebody. I don't know if it's something you've talked to the Lord about. If you want to come to the altar this morning and come talk to him all over again. If somebody said, I'm, I'm reeling and I'm wanting to reach out and touch you this morning, Lord. I'm wanting to connect with you over my situation. I'm looking for the change to happen. I don't know if there's somebody here that needs it. I just want to encourage you this morning that you can reach out, you can touch it. Sometimes you just got to get sick of your situation. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.